Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit on October 25th, 1964. For those of you listening who might care, I was a freshman in high school, probably sitting in the second pew on the left side of the congregation, sitting there with my mother. My sister was probably in the choir loft. There were probably a two or three row gap between uh, where we were sitting and the next members of the congregation. And you know, that spacing really made it feel like everyone in the church was looking at the back of my head. And in truth, well, most likely no one noticed or cared what the back of my head really looked like. So the topic today is love sacrifice. Sacrifice was taken from the book of John, chapter 15, 13th verse. And that verse says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Love sacrifice. You know, as a person who spent 20 years in the military, when I see this scripture, greater love hath no man than, than a man lay down his life for his friends, I can't help but think of all the people that have done that in the service of their country and their God. And some of them who are fortunate enough to either live through the experience or to have someone nearby who witnessed the event. And, well, they would sometimes receive the highest award that the military can give, and that's the Medal of Honor. But for every award that's given out, there are so many award-worthy activities that go on that people are not recognized for, or they aren't witnessed by anyone, or they were just acts that needed to be done, and they were the ones, they were the ones who were brave enough, strong enough, and willing to provide that type of sacrifice. So my dad used the story of Mary of Bethany, and, and that was the lady who went in and anointed Jesus. And this was a story, I'm sure you're familiar with it, but it's the story of the woman that anointed Jesus with a valuable bottle of oil. And while he was having dinner at the home of Simon the leper, and she came in, and one can almost, well, as they think of this, you, you can almost feel the honor that was being bestowed upon Jesus. And remember the lines from the 23rd Psalm. They anointed my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Now John records that Mary was the sister of Martha and Lazarus. And she was probably one of the first of many women who felt a desire to draw nearer and to serve the Lord. And the ointment that she used, the oil that she used, was reportedly worth 300 denarii. And in those days, well, that was an average yearly salary. So let's all think about that number for a minute. I mean, look at your W-2 last year for your taxes. You know, when you take a look at your adjusted gross income, and then after really thinking about the amount of your adjusted gross income on your W-2, well, then go and say, I think I'm going to buy a little bottle of beautiful oil. 
And that's going to be worth a lot of money. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to find Jesus. And I'm going to break it. And I'm going to anoint, anoint his head. And I'm going to honor him with this. But it really isn't very hard to understand why some of the disciples weren't really pleased with Mary doing this. And I'm sure that if you went into just about any group of people and you saw someone do this and you recognized the intrinsic value that particular little tube of oil had and you thought about what could be accomplished with that amount of money, that can, can you really say that you wouldn't sit there and think, well, perhaps there might have been a different, maybe even a better use for that money? Now, what's also interesting in this is the timing of the anointment, because frequently that is the type of thing that is done during a coronation. But in this case, and in the, in the verse 12 of John, the 15th chapter, verse 12, by using this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Now, Mary would have obviously preferred that the anointing would have been for a coronation. But she knew, and Jesus knew, that it was preparation for his burial. But her sacrifice was one of great love. Well, so how do you measure love? So how do you measure love? I mean, one way it's measured is by the willingness to give. And you go back to the original text today. And it says, you know, greater love hath no man than that man lay down his life for his friends. So love is being willing to sacrifice. And interestingly enough, a person who was on the outside of the sacrifice looking in would call it a sacrifice. But the one who's giving the sacrifice, well, often they will call it a privilege. And material gains require sacrifice. For instance, if you take a look at the great engineering efforts that have gone on, they all have very costly sacrifices. There's a cost to it. Take a look at Boulder Dam. No doubt, wonderful engineering feat. Still in operation today, many, many years after it was completed. But, you know, 80 men, 89 men lost their lives in the building of that engineering feat. And God knew that this world needs to have sacrifice. And for the people of Boulder Dam, well, that sacrifice is recognized. And there's a plaque there that says, for those who died, that the desert might bloom. And Jesus found that sacrificial love is not always easy. I mean, when he went up on the mountain, the mountain Gethsemane, and Jesus went apart from the others and he prayed to God. And he prayed that his sacrifice for the sins of mankind, that it, that it might not be necessary. But then he said, but nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And then receiving the answer, he knew that he was going to die on the cross. And he went forth and he met the one who would betray him and he met him with a kiss. So a quick thought on the sacrifice, and it's a short poem. With love that counted not the cost, Jesus spilled his blood. Filled with but one thought, it was his friend for whom the precious gift was spilled. So Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. And in the scripture lessons, he says simply that Mary had done a beautiful thing. That anointing his body for burial was a beautiful thing. And we all, as we look at anything like this, 
we need to be careful not to call the lovely spiritual sacrifices a waste. We know that knowledge will not save men, nor will a man's wealth. And the hope of man is revealed in the love of God expressed on a cross. Wealth and position will not save a man, but the love of Christ will. And to be aware of Christ is to be aware of the cost of discipleship or the sacrifice. And in discipleship, there must be a cost. Today, well, my dad was talking in 1964, but it's true today just as it was then. People think of church membership. And since, since I belong to such and such a church, well, I'm good. And they don't think about discipleship. They don't think about what sacrifices might need to be done for them truly to be worthy. All too frequently, people don't look for what they can do for Christ in the church. But they look, and this they should not do, but they look for what the church can do for them. So what do we have? Well, we can give our time. I mean, just like about the time that is spent so that we can be near Christ. And in heaven, well, don't you think that the ones who are going to be blessed the most are the ones who want to spend as much time as possible in the company of Christ? And we can give our talents. And if you don't know what type of talent you might have, well, I suggest take a walk through a Sunday school on any Sunday morning and take a look at all the people from all walks of life, from all different educational levels, all different economic levels, and who are sitting there being a Sunday school teacher and trying their best to help the young people learn the way of Christ. So God would have you remember that Christ gave his all. And he gave us all the time. He gave us all the talents. He even gave his life because he loved you. And he continues to give. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace. Thank you.